Today, I'm going back to Disney. Disney? Going back to Disney. I know that Disney is a touchy, uh, touchy subject for our listeners. Uh, a lot of them don't like them. I always stick up for them. We're doing a Disney podcast. We're doing a Disney podcast. You're not going to want to miss this. We got Nick Caterano. Oh, you got to say it with three fingers. Three fingers. <laughs> and he's a Disney insider. And he's got some stories for you. So, Sheriff Lamb, welcome. Thank you. I got to bring you two on as my hype men all the time. Oh, all you have on. to do is just go along. Just put your mask on. Just because I might not agree with it, that doesn't mean I lose my right to parent my kid. Leave the, the jokes to me, Chief. This is what gets Jim fired up. It's not communism that's going to destroy this country. It's not socialism that's going to destroy this country. What's going to destroy this country is apathy. Don't count on anybody coming to save you. It is time to save ourselves. Got Nick Caterano with us. Nick Caterano. Nick Caterano. <laughs> Say it with your fingers. Cater- Cater- I can't do it. I'm not. Listen, man. You were close. Portuguese, to bro. I don't. I don't. I, I don't. Whatever. But Nick, if we get a Portu- to the show, we get a Portuguese guest in here. I'm on point, bro. Okay. Welcome All to right. the show, Nick. All right, Jim and Dan. Thanks for having me on, guys. So Nick is a longtime Disney employee. Um, current. Disney employee who has taken Disney on by the horns. Um, If you look at Nick here on the video and you're like, man, I know that guy from somewhere. Well, if you're watching the, um, the Reedy Creek uh, announcement from uh, governor DeSantis, Mm -hmm. he was standing right next to him or what two down from him, maybe or right next to him. Yeah. Then he gave him an opportunity to speak Yep, right after he spoke. So Nick has taken on Disney, uh, which is pretty, ballsy when you work there um i mean is he taking on disney's or or is he standing up for americans he's well he's standing up for americans but he's taking on disney i get he's it. taking I, on disney so nick welcome man uh we appreciate you being here hey thanks jim yeah yeah, yeah my pleasure no thanks. it's uh you uh, know we we talk about you know, disney you, you, oh go ahead i was gonna say you know i i, I think it's just people people kind of try to credit me as being brave i think it's just it's what we got to do. I mean, we got to take a stand. Okay, but and I and, and I, th- I I I think I'm I'm more scared of what's coming down the pike if we don't. But this but, day and age, man, bravery is taking a stand, right? Everybody just sits back. Everybody sits back and says, "Well, what can I do?" Right? Ah, oh, the government's too big. Disney's too big. What can I do? Or they wait for a Nick to step up and yeah. do it because they don't want to get their hands right. dirty. Right. And 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 we'll talk about that. But as soon as you stepped up, I mean, people are coming up to you saying, "Hey, man, thanks." Right. These are all people yeah, that could have been yeah, stepping well, up themselves, but they didn't. They sat back. Um, so I think you are brave, man. I uh, especially working there. It's not like you are a, an ex employee who is now coming out disgruntled or whatever. Um, still working there, man. You're you're taking a big risk here. Uh, so listen, I appreciate it. What I was going to say here when we start to show off is uh, Disney and it, our listeners know um, we we really shit on Disney a lot. Um, for, uh, especially for the, uh, parental rights and education bill. When, well, and that's really what started it all with mm-hmm. us, uh, when they stepped out, um, and said that they were basically going to support, uh, grooming children. Um, but with that said, Disney is very important to my family. Um, and we love Disney. And so I'm, I'm in a really weird place. Uh, I'm in a weird place because I want to keep my money away from Disney because I don't agree with the route they're going. The problem is nobody does it like Disney, right? When Nike did it, I went to Under Armour. And haven't been back since. Haven't been back since. Uh, we were just, me and my daughter were at Dick's yesterday. Mm-hmm. Nope. 
she wanted a, a you know, she, we, I was looking at a pair of shoes and she pointed at Nike. So I'm like, can't do it. <laughs> Pass. Can't do it. <laughs> but you can't go anywhere else for a Disney experience. Nope. And that's the problem. And Disney knows that. I agree with you. I agree with you. I, I mean, I share your sentiments because I see it behind the scenes. It's it's amazing what they accomplish, what they're able to pull off. It's amazing thus the warmth that people feel by being there, even when they don't want to be there in the cases of where we are now. It, you're, you're not alone. I hear it all the time. And families talk to me. Um, but at the same time, it's the environment's unlike any other. And I think you're right. I think they take advantage of that and they, they have it leveraged knowing that people, they're going to go away for a little bit, but they're going to come back and they're going to keep pushing the envelope. And, and, and we're caught in that situation. Like, what are we going to do about it? I mean, what's it going to take to change? But, um, you know, it's, it's, it's not just Disney. It's a, it's, it's a global problem now from all aspects. Um, but Disney is the, the biggest entertainer of children. They're the leaders and where Disney goes, everybody follows. Well, one and, of the things I heard on argument. one of your yeah. podcasts, it was amazing to me. I didn't realize it. I thought these were two standalone companies, really. I mean, you know, that Florida calls Florida shots, California calls California shots. But if I understand it correctly, is California calling basically the shots for everybody? I mean, they're headquartered in California, right? Yeah, there's one company. I mean, you have management down here, but there's only one company. There's only one CEO. There's only... So Bob Iger you know, is where? It's one... He's at the top, top of the food chain right now. I'm sure he's in uh, California. California. And we'll yeah. talk about Bob Iger because I thought he was going to be the savior. I thought he was in the top of Magic Kingdom. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, really. I mean, so did I, though. I did. I didn't realize that, that California calls the shots, when which I kind watched, of explains. When I, I, said, I said this on the previous episode. When I watched that show at night at Magic Kingdom at the castle, I would have the next day paid $100 to go watch that show again yeah. because it was, it was everything that I, I was like, dude, if Walt Disney wouldn't never even have imagined it could have been that cool. Right. So here's the thing. You don't feel that you as a conservative are being attacked in Disney ever. I never have once. I, I wore a shirt uh, the very first day we were at Disney this past time. I wore a shirt that my, you know, my, uh, my tyrant shirt. I wore a shirt that said, uh, tyrants don't create tyranny. Um, compliance does never once no cast member said anything to me nobody said anything security didn't say anything might have got some looks maybe some looks but not from a couple of nods couple of nods but but the disney workers still made me feel amazing the problem is what they're doing behind the scenes and that's what nick's here to talk about today and how you know what i'm just gonna let you start man i mean I'd, i'd like to start with the woke uh the the woke bullshit and the the uh parental rights and education bill um where they stepped out against that um but i'll let you go man and then i'm sure i know what we're going to get into which we have a big following on this show for what you're going to get into and we're going to get a banner well i can't can't wait to get that covid banner on spotify (laughs) might as well say the word and just get that banner up there right now And that's how I got, that's how I broke my chops, right? I, I cut my teeth into this fight uh, with COVID, with the mandates, with discrimination. Uh, for your hearers, I, I got a website, goofyvaccine.com. Um, I didn't know what I was going to do. I wrote an open letter thinking I would use data and reason with people. And I thought if I can get that conversation out there, I was naive enough to think that people would change. 
Um, cause Disney was early on, it was early on in the fight. They were, they were early to the whole mandate thing. And, and I just thought the world just temporarily lost its mind and, and we just needed to, you know, knock them back into reality. Uh, but that wasn't the case. It turned out to be a long drawn out fight. Um, uh, we've had a lot of victories along the way, but, um, you know, it's, it's been messy. Uh, I didn't realize that the wokeness was going to come down. You know, we all, Disney's always been woke. And they've always been one foot in both worlds where they're trying to please the the family crowd, the conservative crowd, but at the same time pushing the envelope. But they've been good at keeping both sides just focused on the side they want to see. That makes sense? Yeah, no, they, for they, sure they, they it target, does. Yeah, they, 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 they target you with the things that you want to see. And, and somehow we, we kind of we're completely. We're, we're complying in this whole situation, you know, like we, when we see the things we don't want to see because we want to love Disney so much, or we want to be a part of it. We, we kind of just overlook it. We let it, we let it slide and think, yeah, all right. You know, I, it's not a big deal. I'm going to overlook it. Culture is going this way. Um, but my argument has been for a long time that, that Disney is one of those rare companies that makes culture. They shape culture. They're the leaders out there. Um, so it, it was a big eye opener when they took on the parental rights and education bill. And, and, and it was the brilliant part of DeSantis where he made it, you know, simple. Like, how can you argue against pre-K to third grade? Well, Just because they bought the into kids. the don't say gay, they bought into the don't say gay narrative where they had to pick a side. Well, right. But, but well, you know what though? The weird thing about this is they picked a side with such a small minority because they were scared of the backlash and the I, label. I don't think so. No, I think that I, is I, I truly don't think so. I don't. I think that's truly yeah, what I, Disney believed, and they saw their window. That's what I think. I, I think they they wanted to go that direction. I think I think the whole time that's that's the fight they wanted to have. Um, and and I think they're you know when you look at companies like Black Street, what is it, BlackRock, State Street, Vanguard, owning ninety percent controlling interest in the S and P five hundred. There's a handful of people that own freaking controlling interest in everything. And you see, when you see State Farm pushing uh, transgender books for five-year-olds and handing them out to teachers, I mean, something's systematically and, and deeply wrong. So, you know, Disney's just a part of that, but they're they're they're, they're the spearhead when it comes to the kids. They're the spearhead. You, know, in the, you in say whole thing. you say that that the the conservatives they're good at playing to the conservatives, and the conservatives just see what they want to see. But really, isn't Disney just a micro of a macro, right? The country, this is, this is exactly what's happening in the country. People see what they want to see. And as long as you are catering to what I believe, I might not pay attention so much to what that crazy left is doing until all of a sudden that crazy left is saying, Hey, you know what? We're not calling girls princesses anymore. We're not going to call girls princesses because we're not going to assume their gender that they want to be princesses. When in reality, and uh, again, statistics, right? I mean, uh, but I don't know, 90% of the girls that go to Disney want to be a princess for more, a day. More, You think? I think I'm, you're under. Probably, probably 95, 98% of the little girls that go to Disney want to be princesses for a day. But then we had, and oh, I should have I pulled up the clip, but, you know, we had one of the CEOs from Disney who is saying in a Zoom call, in a training call that they're not going to call little girls princess anymore. Right. And, and of course this, right. this executive has a pansexual and a, Oh, I, I don't remember. Was but, pansexual yeah. and a bisexual daughter, or, which is incredible to me that she, she got both. I mean, it's just, 
but they're just so woke they can't get in front of themselves. Um, and, and, and I always say that that situation with her, it's kind of like a you, your cat's vegan. Somebody made your cat vegan. Yes. You know, it, 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 it just oh, man. The, the cat didn't turn out, you know, the cat just didn't turn out like, hey, meow, meow, I want. <laughs> meow, meow. Right. Two meows. <laughs> Two meows means no cat food meows. for me. I want. Dude, that cat uh, woke up one day and was like, I want salmon. And they're like, nah, nah, nah. Kale. You're going to have kale for the rest of your bro. life. Dude, that's, right. that's actually. And, 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 and that's, that's the problem with it. They're, they're creating. I think Bill Maher made made the analogy when he said, why is California producing so many more transgender kids than Ohio? Right. They're they're breeding them out there. Right. So they're creating the problem and then they're pointing towards it and saying we need to be sympathetic and empathetic because they're going to kill themselves now. So and they're they're taking and they're offering the solutions that they wanted all along. They, there was just a study that came out um I don't remember where the study is. You can people could look it up where they looked at all the states politically that were opposing the transgender and the drag shows and, and the other ones like California that were, you know, wide open. There was no difference in suicide rates in, in the in, in the challenges that these kids had, because the issue is the issue. These kids are challenged and need help. And rather than them realizing, like, all these kids are lost and need help. All, all these kids need some strong guidance. What they're doing is they're pouring gas on the fire in places like California and in places like Disney, and they're perpetuating yeah. the problem. And when it gets so out of control, now we're, you know, you're the bad guy. If you're, you know, you're the bad guy, if you're not, you know, giving them the gender affirming care or giving them the puberty blockers that they desperately need to be happy. Um, and that argument's been over. John Hopkins tried it, thought it was a good idea. And then they stopped it because they realized we weren't helping anybody by doing these surgeries. And, well, here and we you're are getting, now you're going, getting all these kids that the are kids. coming out now. They're coming out now to the media and saying, hey, this destroyed my life. My parents right. pushed me into doing this and this has destroyed my life. I will never get my life back. And they're coming out one after another now. Um, but, the, but, but the other side is doubling, tripling down because they realize that they're relentless and they keep pushing. They will move the envelope because on our side, we just get tired of fighting back, right? We we fight a little bit, and then our, our the people in, well, in in government, the people we we elected to be there, fighting these things tooth and nail, they roll over, they I compromise. Don't, I don't know if it's that we and get tired. And the, the other side wins. I don't know if it's that we get tired. I think it's that we have responsibilities. Right? Got to go to work. We got to go to work, man. I mean, the, those on the left, that is their full time job is showing up to protest, is showing up and writing emails and writing letters and showing up at offices and spending a week there. Listen, bro, I don't have a week. I can go give you a day, maybe two. I got to get back to work, right? So I agree with you to a point that, I mean, apathy, of course. Um, that their lives may not be directly in, influenced by it. So they get, they get outraged for a minute and then they move on. But I mean, the left is a full-time job, you know, and they're getting paid to do I, it. I, I, I agree with you, but we need, we need to act like it's a war. The war it is. It is I mean, a it's war. the war for the soul of our nation. Which is why the we're soul, here. The war for the kids. Yeah. I mean, I, it's, it's it's a lot worse than we realize. If we under, if I think if we really could look at down the rabbit hole squarely, uh, we'd probably fight a little bit harder and a little bit better. What do you think? What do you think that Disney 
thought was going to happen with this. Do you think that they thought that the world was going to get behind them and be like, oh, or did they sit back and say, this is going to be a rough ride? I, I don't think they care. I think, I think at the end of the day, it's, it's the strategy that I noticed from the left. They push the envelope so far, shock and awe. They retreat a little bit. And now we feel calm. like we won. We feel like we won. Everybody calms down and then they go twice as far. And then they pull back a little bit and everybody feels like, oh, okay, we, you know, it's normalized. It's, it's, mm-hmm. it, you know, we're, we're going to be okay. Yeah. And then, and then they just wait and they push farther. That's it, man. And, and they're, and they're pushing you down the street. And before you know it, you're way down where you were, where your back's against the wall. And, and that's, and, and then it, you look, you look at Biden, you look at anybody in this insane ideologies, all the stuff they're pushing, they lie. If their mouth is open, they're lying to you. And they push things, they back down, and then they push some more. No, that's. But, but let's talk about them not getting any pushback in the upper levels. If you put so many people in those positions that all think the same way and feel the same way and they don't get the pushback, they're going to act real surprised when they're like, oh, nobody's behind this? Nobody thinks like this whole entire room of people? But they know nobody thinks it. They know that it's not a minority. Not when you're in a group like that. Well, I guess. I don't know. You know, that's. But that's. But That's actually confused. amazing what you just said. And, I, and I've never thought about it that way, that they, they mm-hmm. push so far radically that if they pull back a little bit, you've still conceded ground without realizing that you're conceding ground. I mean, the only way to battle this is to set, draw your line. This is our line right here. Anything that goes past that is too far, right? You can't, just, you, you can't keep moving your line thinking you're winning because you're not. You're not winning. You're losing every single time you concede. I don't, right. I don't know, man. That was just—I I don't know. It's never been put to me that way. I, I right. think that was one of those. Lot. That was one of those. Like the light went off when you said that. I'm like these sons of bitches. That's exactly what they're doing. Let me tell you yeah. something, Dan. They got a playbook somewhere. They got a playbook. Oh, in they the do playbook. Yeah, they do. And, and I and I don't think Disney cared about the money. I don't think Disney cared about the pushback. I think it's just a strategy. Well, let me ask you and, this: Am I the problem? Am I the problem? Am, am I the problem because I'm still willing to go spend my money there knowing what they're doing? And then at what point do I say, all right, you know what? This is more important than my family. Because there has to be a point where it is, right? I mean, there has to and, be a point and, where it and, is. And, and that's the other Pandora's box is the purging, right? So if they purge us, and we talked about that off air for a minute. For me, I've, I've remained at Disney because if they purge me out, and they get rid of all the other dissenting voices and, and other other beliefs and opinions, then it's all for themselves. And then you're far out out there in left field somewhere, and it's easier to put all these guys against you. And 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 I don't know where that balance. I don't know where we strike it. I think we keep talking and maybe make our become more vocal or more involved. I don't know, but. I, I, well, you're right. Ultimately, that's what they want. They want to purge you. They don't want you there. They don't want people there that think like you. And if they can make it so uncomfortable for you that you just decide, you know what, this isn't worth it to me, I'm leaving, then good. Then they're that much stronger, right? It's the same in law enforcement. And that's what I tell guys. You can't leave because you don't like the way it's going. Because if you hate the way it's going and you leave, it's going to go the way you hate. And that's exactly what it is with Disney, I would imagine. How many, if you had to put a number on it, how, what is the percentage you think of, of cast members there 
that are in agreement with you that maybe just aren't comfortable speaking out. I mean, is Disney a, a leftist organization? When I walk around me, Disney, let, am I seeing everybody I see, do they hate me? Let me, let, let, let me give you some numbers. And, and, and this is dealing with something else. It's dealing with the shots, right? So when Disney rolled out the mandates and they were paying people um, to report their vaccination status, 60% or 40%, I'm sorry, did not report. They didn't take a week, so almost a week's salary to report their vaccination status. Forty percent. So at that and time, how I think many? Maybe how many cast members are bringing there? people back? There might have been how many total? I think roughly right now seventy seventy thousand. I think we're at. Wow. God Last dang. I remembered, but there were so there was there was about sixty thousand when we were rolling people back. They weren't all fully back. The mandates were rolling out. The deadline came. And at the deadline, 10,000 unionized, probably another 5,000 non-union, still had resisted taking the shot. Those numbers are pretty huge when you look at the percentage of people. Now, they're not all like-minded like us about a lot of the other issues, but these are people that... That, that had their reasons. Aren't going... Yeah, they had their reasons, but they weren't going along, going along. And they started to panic. The unions, the reason I found that out is the unions, I was a union leader... And I had friends on the inside and they leaked the numbers to me because they were panicking because all those ATM machines that give to the union on a weekly basis to keep it going, they were about to lose all that money. Um, so that's a big number. So you're thinking 60,000, one, one sixth of the, of the, of the workforce was holding out. And a lot of conservatives at the time thought that taking the vaccine, you know, was, was a good thing. So you could kind of feel the numbers out. There's a lot of people there, but a lot of people didn't wake up you know, with the mandates, but a lot of them did wake up with their kids. And I'm having a lot of people come to me and talk to me about what they're seeing in the schools and what they're seeing with their kids and, and how this insanity that they're seeing and Disney taking the positions they're taking. Um, it's a lot more than people think, but I think most people just kind of sleepwalk through life, right? They're just entertained to death. And, you know, they, they turn on their TV and they listen to personalities and they, they, they listen to their celebrities and they, they, they do what they tell them or to, they believe what they tell them, right? It's the, it's the big civil rights movement of our time now. Well, let me ask you this. So if, can Disney afford to let 10,000 people go? Can they afford a, a union strike? Let's say, could they afford to do that? It, 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 well, that's the sad part. So I had thousands of people reaching out to me. Uh, people panicking at the time, not wanting to lose their jobs, tell, you know, keeping me up at all hours of the night, telling me their their personal stories. But when we had a rally, you know, our first rally brought 50 people. You know, we got it up to three, four hundred people, and that was a pretty nice sized rally. But when you're looking well, you're at ten thousand people, if I would have had half of that out in the streets, it, game over. I, I'm sure it would have been game over. There were what were they afraid of? Were the they afraid of stepping out publicly? And maybe Disney. Whatever. It's probably it's probably fifty in, in fifty. The, I bet you half of them were afraid to step out against what their peers thought they should be doing, the people on their side. Yeah. I bet you that was half the battle, and the other half was not wanting to to be labeled, uh, you know, by, by everybody else, just in general. 
I've got some good news for you. Uh, me and Dan have decided that we're going to quit our jobs. We're going to come work for Disney. So if you could facilitate that for us, um, we're going to go ahead and we're, we're going we're to step in. Now, we're, Jim and I were essential when COVID happened. Okay, <laughs> we were. We were. Uh, Jim was a, a peace officer and I was a power plant worker and we were essential and it felt good. Um, but it came with a price and you guys paid the same price that we did at the power plant. I don't think you had to deal with this as much as we did, but I had read, Nick, that the people who were not vaccinated had to wear masks. And that happened right. to me and my guys at the power plant that weren't vaccinated. And it turned into, you know, people just tearing you up or scarlet or, or, letter. Yeah, it's just, it was it was a scarlet letter. But I was it was the only time I was wearing a mask with pride <laughs> at the time. You know, I was but like, Dan, hey. the government told you, and I don't know why you refuse to listen to this. Mm-hmm. The government told you that you cannot get or give COVID if you're wearing a mask. So why wouldn't you want to help your fellow man, Dan? So then I took my mask off and my boss was like, uh, you're if, you're not, if you're not vaccinated, you have to wear that. And I was like, how do you know I'm not vaccinated? I just <laughs> didn't tell you. Right. And he's like, because I know you. <laughs> like, so we got this argument and I was like, just send me home then. But you can't because this, this place is on fire 24-7. You're not going to do nothing. Um, and I just had to become a conscientious, conscientious, how do you say it? Conscientious. Objector. Yeah. <laughs> so where did you go with this? Then? Can I add, can I, Jim, Jim can, can I add to that? I mean, yeah. the, the danger, the mask was bad, right? I mean, by, by singling you and out, and it was basically just to coerce you and to make you uncomfortable so that the weak in, in the back of the line would cave. Because it's all about getting the weak. They're, they're systematically yeah. picking us off. And, 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 and at that point, they're picking you off, and then the next thing comes on. But the mask, the problem is a slippery slope. Once the mask becomes normalized and nobody stops it, which is why we're still fighting for accountability, what's the next step? Because these people have no self-control, and they have no end point. They're going to keep pushing. Well, they're still so, doing it. With the vaccines, the, they're still doing the, it. Right. And, and and that's that's to me, it's a slippery slope. We can't let these things be normalized. We, well, we got so what to did you do? And call it out. What did you do other than having a rally with 50 people? Did you just stop? Did you say, well, shit, I guess did everything I could. No, we just kept it up. We kept doing, you know, I did news. I, I was I was sometimes I was doing seven interviews a day. I was doing interviews around the world. Um and then we started teaming up with the firefighters, with the the frontline workers, healthcare workers, and our numbers got bigger. Um, and we just kept pushing. And our lawyer uh, started working with legislators. Fortunately, we're in Florida. We had it a lot better than than yeah. you guys. I think you're in Chicago, right? Uh, where, no, where you got? We're in Ohio. We're in Ohio. Okay. Yeah, I'm not sure how yeah. how Ohio. Plays because out. you've heard us in but, episodes say we go to Chicago and have fun with our buddies at Freedom Square. <laughs> he hasn't heard that. I don't think he's listened. I'm going to check because we have the names. Uh, actually, our analytics show us the names of everybody who listened to an episode. So we're going to look. And if we don't see you on there, we're coming down. We're coming down to Disney. All right. Let's just say that. So, so you were right uh, 100% with the, the whole Scarlet Letter thing. And, and you said that, uh, what you said about it, Nick. There was a person, a friend of mine, who uh, had to wear the mask if she wasn't vaccinated. And she finally caved got the shot and then a week later uh they made everybody go back to wear a mask anyway when i think omicron came through so i was like oh i was, I was trying so hard to talk hey, this person in remember the videos out. bro videos oh, 
China, man. They were falling dead in the street. Remember, it was tough. You got to you got to help your fellow people. Don't be a bad citizen. So, but but earlier, you know, um, before we jump off the, the the vaccine train and start getting on to the governor, <clears throat> you said you do have the uh, goofyvaccine.com page, and when you open that page up, it brings you to uh, secure.lawpay.com where people can donate. Is that still active? That is still active. That's still still active. And and here here's an interesting uh, facet of that. The judge assigned to our case. Um, I got so much going on. I can't remember her name. She's one of four judges that were that issued the FISA warrant for Carter Page. Well, let's so, talk about the case real quick because now you say the the judge assigned to our case, but everybody's listening is like, wait, what case? Yeah, I didn't hear okay, about that. So yeah, what, what case are you talking <laughs> right, about? Right, right. <laughs> what the so, hell? So. We're, we're, we're suing over discrimination, um, over the fact that you're suing uh, Disney. many people with relig- suing Disney, many people with religious ex- exemptions were, um, mm-hmm. they, they were never even approved or disapproved, but they were forced to wear a mask. Many people felt it was, you know, it was an infringement on their freedoms and, and their religious beliefs to, to force them to wear a mask, especially when we know these masks don't do anything. Um, many people got fired for, for taking a mask off. That. Nicholas, we're going to be people. People were <laughs> people were in parking lots or outside, uh, you know, and and still the right. insanity. The churches, um, churches that are trying to have outdoor, right? You sit in your own car, and they were still being shut down. But you and I could be at Home Depot. Jim. Hey, Home Depot, lumber. yeah, man, you need nails. Come on in. Yeah, that's fun. Now, I will say that my my wife and or my wife at the time and my daughters went to Disney during this whole thing. And that's when they severely restricted how many people were allowed in the parks. And they had to wear masks everywhere. And I don't know if – I would imagine that most of you have probably been to Florida at some point in your life. I can tell you that walking around Florida in July and August with a mask on – No bueno. Dude, God, I cannot even Man. imagine. Well, they, 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 were, they were making us wear an N95 mask with a warning sign on it and a shield. And you were running sometimes 10, 12 hours at a fast-paced job. I stopped mm-hmm. breathing. I, there was this, the, the few times I caught myself, I just stopped breathing. And it was like, have you ever had your body do something that, that you weren't aware of? Like, where did that come from? And it was that it was getting so hot and I was breathing hot air and carbon monoxide that my body just said, I don't want that no more. And I just shut down. Wow. And that was the result of running around with an N95 mask that's not meant to be worn 10, 12 hours in an environment like that. All right. Um, so, so that, that, you know, and, and I would tell my management, you know, we can't quantify the healthcare or the, the, the health damages that are going to be done as a result of this, you know, the, the experiment that they pulled to put people in these masks for so much time. Now they have all these studies that they're full of all this bacteria. God knows the, the trailing diseases that have come out of all these things. And that's why, you know, it, it was important for, for a group of us to, to really, not let this just die and forget about it. We need to hold them accountable and we need to well, make Well, if you sure don't hold them to... accountable, they're going to do it again. Maybe not to, exactly. maybe not and, this year, maybe not next year, but they're going to be like, right. hey, remember back exactly. in 2021, we got away with this shit. Yeah. That's exactly what they're right. going to do. Right. And we need safeguards where, in place to keep it from happening again. Where are you guys exactly. at on the case now? Uh, well, that judge that, that was part of the Pfizer, uh, the the Pfizer warrant for Carter page, um, one of the four judges, I believe she was, she severed our case. There were seven, um, they severed it. 
Uh, so it's making it seven times more expensive. We have a couple of brave lawyers. Uh, there's other lawyers helping in the background, but they're just small law firms. So that's that's a real burden. Was that by design? We believe it's by design. We believe it's by design. Hoping you would and just break. I think so. I think so. I think they they realize they just kind of keep kicking the can. Hey, justice for making all it harder. Justice. Justice. She's for blind. All. Yeah. So. Jim, you asked earlier if they knew the backlash that it was that was going to come, and uh, w- would they have done something different? And when you said it, I thought at the time you were talking about just with how people felt or how bad it looked in the media. Uh, I believe, and I'd be interested to get your take on this, Nick. If if they knew what was going to happen with uh, the governor ending Disney's governing status in Reedy Creek. Um, I bet you they, they, if they would have known that was the outcome, I don't think they would have done it. Your opinion. Yeah. I wonder that. I wonder if, if they saw no, that his coming. opinion, not your opinion. Time out. Go ahead. I'm going to mute Nick real quick. So <laughs> I wonder if, <laughs> you know what? I'm trying not to drink. I am. I'm trying not to drink so much, but you make me do this. Uh, I don't want to drink. <clears throat> forgive me. Like I'm a bad influence, but yeah, you, 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 you get what I'm saying there. Uh, you know, hindsight being 2020, uh, I think they would have backtracked, but I'm interested to hear what you'd have to say about that. You know, I, I think Disney knew it was interesting when we were, when we were shopping lawyers, uh, I found out that Disney hires a lot of the best lawyers around town. Oh, well, you got money. Why wouldn't you? Right. You pepper them with money and then there's conflict of interest, (laughs) right? So you can't get a good lawyer to help you out with something with Disney because there's a conflict of interest because everybody's been working with them. Yeah. With, with with the politicians, it was double, right? They're giving money to everybody, right, left. Everybody's getting some money, some Disney money, sure. Um, which is what kept everybody quiet in the beginning, and uh, and then the rest of the politicians are just scared to death. Like, who who wants to be that person that takes on Disney politically in the state of Florida? Well, they overplayed their hand. Clearly, they overplayed their hand, and I don't think they saw it coming. Um, I don't know what they would have done if they did. Um, but I, I don't think they they expected DeSantis to to come on as strong as he has. No way. And 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 we're and we're grateful for that. Yep. I I think when when DeSantis first came out and said that he was gonna he was talking about dissolving Reedy Creek, I think they were like, Psh, yeah, the fuck you is. Because when was right? it? Like in the seventies when they got it? Yeah, they were like, no way. I mean, there ain't no, no way real, that's gonna happen. There was no real building codes back then anyway. But. And then all of a sudden he's standing up a month ago and they're like, wait, what? Damn. <laughs> What? Because look, it ends Disney's self-governing status. It ends Disney's exemption from the Florida Building Code and Florida Fire Protection Code. So now they know when they build a new park or a new whatever that that the state gets to come in and crack the knuckles and go, "All right, guys, you wanted to play games now. You wanted to play stupid games. It's time to win stupid prizes." Well, and they, you know and what? Then, it's and not even finally get what it, what's coming to them. You so. know, it's not even it when Disney steps out. And, and basically says, we agree with grooming children. There has to be repercussions. They are in the children business. You take your kids there to have fun at Disney because you trust Disney. You trust the workers there. You trust, you trust yeah, the culture. The family experience you're trying to give them at the time of their but life. But when Disney is going to say, nah, you know what? We think, we think that third graders should be taught about transitioning. There has to be repercussions, and I stand mm-hmm. behind DeSantis mm-hmm. for this. Right? You know yeah. what? If, if you if that's the route you want to go, all right. Ends Disney's exemption from state regulatory reviews and approvals. Don't know what that means. Sounds kind of big, though. 
They've been probably getting the green light to well, just do whatever, whatever, whatever. So all this stuff we see it. in the news, can you put it down into, into just common man terms for us? Dissolving Reedy Creek, what does that do to Disney? This makes it harder for them. I think. I, I, does it make I it think, harder or does I, it make them have to follow what everybody else follows? It gives them more of a level playing field, okay. like with Universal and stuff like that. Oh. Um, but but I but I still think Disney. I think the devil's in the details on this. I think Disney still has some carve outs there, grandfathered in. Um, I don't I don't think it was as I don't, I don't think the divorce was as severe enough as it needed to be. Well, that's another um, thing I didn't even think about that. Wow. Was, was Universal and SeaWorld like this whole time? Were they like? what the hell like why is disney getting all this and we're (laughs) well but they understood they were encompassing so many counties they were building cities inside of cities they needed a little they needed a little bit more of a leash to be able to build this experience that was going to make florida's economy boom well you think of the genius of disney right they come here when there's they they they, they look to where where, they bought the marsh (laughs) and and you, and you look at Florida politicians and you say, guys, we're going to do something that's never been done. And we're going to we're going to be big. And we just need some carve outs. I mean, it made sense. Mm-hmm. I could see legislators going, why not? Let's let's see how this works out. Um, and, and, and realistically, SeaWorld and Universal and all these guys rode the, ca- the, the coattails of Disney mm-hmm. because of what they had accomplished. So, it, you know, it, it, it's a love hate thing, right? Like, oh, we want to compete with you. But because of all these opportunities you had to flourish here um you know this is a destination and and there's enough room for all of us so so you know i I think they i I think they there was probably just an acceptance of it hey you guys you know you came you took the risk first you came here you 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 beat the uh what do they call it the the unbeaten path um right and you paved the way for us do you think desantis knew uh, do you think DeSantis was calling their bluff like look don't like it go somewhere else because listen Disney World ain't just pulling up stakes right Disney World you got five you got what do they got five (laughs) yeah it's huge they got five locations like what are they gonna do they're just gonna pull up stakes and go to you know New York get out of here New York my ass come on (laughs) I mean they couldn't even buy the land and and the crazy thing is you you hear all these all these progressive types are extreme the other side and they're saying Disney's going to leave and break Florida and all this stuff. I'm thinking like, what are they going to do? Put the castle on Jack's right. and roll it out. I mean, <laughs> exactly. You know, but you're talking about Epcot. You're talking about magic kingdom. You're talking about Hollywood studios. You're talking about animal kingdom. You're talking about the two water parks. I mean, this isn't just Cedar point up here in Ohio that says, all right, you know what? We're going to move over to Indiana. Right. I mean, this is hotel. You got you got resorts, hotels. Oh. You have how many just, resorts are there? I mean, it's it's got to be. It's, it's it's a lot. Yeah, I don't I mean, even remember. And, it, and, and, and they're huge business. properties. This yeah. is not like a huge Holiday Inn Express where you show up and there's yeah. a parking lot and a hotel, right? I mean, these are these properties. Like the last time we were there, we stayed at uh, Riverside, Port Orleans Riverside. Mm-hmm. You can literally get all your steps in for the day just walking around the property. It is massive. Or Let's talk about what it does just all nationwide. The guy that set up our Disney trip was either the current or former mayor of LaGrange. 
which is a small town up here in Ohio, and he's such a Disney head, or what, what do they call him? I don't know what they what they. Oh, those Disney planners—that's a real thing. Like they have to be like uh, I don't know, like certified through Disney. But he was on point with everything he ever did, and he enjoys it. And he probably gets a little bit of a kickback depending on where we decide to stay or whatever. I'm sure, but there's a market for that, and he's making money. Crazy. It's yeah, the tentacles from Disney the, run deep. Yeah. Yeah. So they, they said they, they, they said so they much. want to ensure that Disney pays its fair share in taxes. And you would have thought that more people would have got behind paying your fair share in taxes there. Come on, man. But, Listen. But it's it seems like this one got brushed under the rug. And I have to assume that if this does come about and they do, there's probably a number that they can show that says before we before we took this away from them, they were paying X amount of dollars in taxes. And now it gives the state this much more money. Come on, man. Come when on. I was eight years old, I was with my dad at Coney Island, and my dad said, Joey, Joey, Coney Island needs to pay its, pay its fair share. And I said, Dad, super fragile March 14th, happy Easter. It sounds like Joe. Yeah, sounds well, like our buddy I'm Joe. just saying, that's, you would uh, think, though, for real, though, you would think that the left would say, hey, fair share, man, that's what we're behind. Nah. No, nah, because DeSantis, no, they, this is DeSantis is doing. It's almost like Trump. Whatever DeSantis does, evil, evil. Yeah, that that's a race. I'm not. I I'm was. Not I'll be honest. When this thing in. first came off, though, I was a little, little worried about the way DeSantis was handling it. Right, um, only because it seemed to me that Disney stands up against um, Florida's legislature which they have the right to do as a private company, and hopefully capitalism will handle that. But they stand up, and it almost seemed to me like, okay, now this is a punishment from government because they decided to stand up for something. As things go on, I guess I'm a little more behind dissolving Reedy Creek. Um, but at first, I was. I was, At first, I was like, I don't know how I feel about this, yeah, man. But, this is, but, but, Jim, this is not a political issue. This is a right or wrong issue. This is a good and evil issue. And that's where I come around. Yeah, and, 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 and it, you, it, it's apples to oranges and absolutely not political. No. And, and that's where, that's where totally I come around. Different. So had they stayed in their lane, they could, they could have kept Reedy Creek for all you cared? Had they stayed in their lane with what? With with had they not out come it. out, had yeah. they not come out against parental rights in education or any of it? Yeah, I mean, for I mean, it, I, I don't know. That's a, like he said, apples to oranges, right? That's a hard question to ask mm-hmm. because I would have to see what they came out against, right? But but I think you're absolutely right. I think this is it, it, it's right or wrong. It is you're going to save our kids, or you're not going to save our kids. You're going to stand up for our kids, or you're not going to stand up for our kids. You're going to stand up for what made this country great, or you're not going to stand up for what made this country great. And Ron DeSantis right now is standing up for what made this country great. And he's protecting our kids. And if this is the leverage he needs to do it, I, I've come around. I was wrong. I was wrong before. I'll admit that now. Um, but, yeah, I don't know, man. This whole thing yeah, is... I, you know, I, I've heard the argument when I was fighting the mandates and we were going up to Tallahassee's talking to legislators... And there's that Republican fear of we don't want to be the government telling a business what it can and cannot do. Right. And I'm thinking, well, I understood that. And I said, well, I'm a citizen with constitutional rights and you're allowing a business to tell me what I can do. I, I can't. It's not telling me to wear something, go to work and wear a certain thing. You're asking me to make a decision that I'm going to take with me the rest of my life. 
And how is that right? And probably, probably what, a shorter say, life than you normally would have. <laughs> I mean, if we're being honest. For, yeah, yeah. And so, you know, those talking points, I, I think, I think they're, we need to really look at things in context. And, uh, you know, I think a lot of people that just don't want to do the right thing use a lot of arguments. Mm-hmm. Uh, but when it comes down the to problem it, it's, is it's right and wrong. It's and, not and just telling a business what they can and can't do. That's not what it's about, right? You're not telling Disney you can't, uh, whatever. I don't know. I mean, Disney, er, Disney, Disney business, right? You're not getting into Disney business. What you're telling Disney is, look, you are not going to, you're, you're not going to approve of grooming kids. You are in the child business. You're in the kid business. You're in the childhood business. You are in a business of making kids feel special here. And I think that's where the difference for me came. It, it's not telling a business what they want to do. And I, that's where I was wrong, right? Because I would agree. I don't think di- I, the government would have no right coming in there saying, look, when you're negotiating this contract with your union employees, this is what you have to do. Nope. You, you don't have a right to do that. But this has nothing to do with union employees, right? This has everything to do with American citizens. And freedom. And freedom. And, and, and people want to raise our kids the right way. And Disney is going to try to get in the middle of that. And we see that now, right? We see that with um, these remakes they're doing. We see it with, well, I'm not going to get into Splash Mountain Tiana because I'm so mad about that. But <laughs> it's, listen, I, I, I can buy Disney's reasoning for this to a point, right? I, I don't think... I mean, I know there was a small minority there that, that brought up Splash Mountain as being racist, but I also understand they say, look, we got new generations of kids coming. They know Tiana. They don't know Song of the South. I get that, all right? But when you're telling my daughter that she can't be a princess, when you're saying, hey, hello, guest, or whatever the hell they were supposed to say to them, you know, mm-hmm. now I, I have a problem because I want my daughter to be a princess, right? I want her to go to Bippity Boppity Boutique, and I want her to come out of there, and I want everybody to call her princess. And I want, I want the cast members to bow down to her. That's what I want. I don't want you to say, well, we don't want to assume her gender. That's not what I want. That's true. Yeah. So the, one of the last things uh, before we jump Sorry. off into another tangent is uh, this imposes Florida law so that Disney is no longer given preferential treatment, and then it ensures that Disney's municipal Pulled debt will be paid by Disney and not Florida taxpayers, and I think that's and that big. was a yeah that was a that was a big linchpin. I think I think uh, the governor was wrestling with that because he didn't. It, it was a big hot potato. If the citizens were going to be on the hook for paying the taxes, and and I think this is how he found the workaround. Um, and and it was it was smart. It, it's you know it was the right thing to do um, because it, it would have been used as a political football on the other side as well, like. Look at all these taxes you're dumping and you're, you know, they're going to make an argument on it. So, But you're saying the divorce wasn't as, as great as it, it may appear. Uh, is it going to hurt Disney as, enough? As, as, is it going to hurt it, Disney it, enough it, where Disney will at least step back and say, all right, look, in the future, we need to be careful getting involved in this stuff. Well, I, 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 I definitely believe it's a, it's a strong kink in the armor, right? You're, you're it's, we're, we're, we're beating on them. We're, we're hitting them for things they need to be hit on where other people refuse to even take a stand. And you're, you're putting some pretty big gashes in the armor. And if they keep going, like you're saying, how many more bashes can they take, um, before they give, you know, they give out. 
Um, I think there's a lot, you know, you're seeing these massive layoffs that are coming. I think the economy as a whole is part of that. Um, but I think they've made a lot of missteps. And, but again, I, I don't know whether they even care about that, whether they just kind of bake that into the cake. It's because they're, they're, you know, they got this future utopia in mind and uh, they're trying to get there. Well, again, I come back to, and I know this is a hard question for you because you get paid based, based on me coming to Disney. But can we make a difference or does it really have to come from government? Does it have to come from the Reedy Creek dissolution? Or, or does Jim not coming to Disney and spending $3,000 even affect them? But it's a combination of what you're talking about with Reedy Creek and a bunch of gyms going. Well, right. right. But the problem is We're going getting to a Universal. bunch of, right? We're going to Memphis Kitty Park. <laughs> That's what I said. I mean, what? I'm going to go to Cedar Point for my vacation this year. My kids are going to be like, we hate you. I got a joke, uh, Nick, that I stole from my father-in-law that he would always say, Memphis Kitty Park is a really small, really old uh, children's park here. And he used to say that uh, he used to take his kids there and tell them it was Disney. <laughs> and then and then, when someone asked me if we were going to take our kids to Disney, I said, I, I can't because I've been taking them to Memphis Kitty Park for so long and calling it Disney. <laughs> When we show up, they're going to be like, this ain't Disney. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, I mean, that's the thing, right? I mean, where do, like I said before, when we started this thing, where do I go to get that? Where do I go to get that experience? And is it worth it to me for my kids not to have the Disney experience? And for me, the answer is no. I mean, if, if it wasn't for my kids, if it wasn't for my family, if it wasn't for what Disney has given me over the years, I guess, you know, I, I feel like a lot of these people that are saying, they'll never get another dollar of my money are people that have never been to Disney anyway. <laughs> right. Right. Like they're like, Ever. ah, you know what? But, but, they're but allergic to seafood. Say, and they're like, I'm never going to Red Lobster again. Okay. Well, but, but let me, let me say this. When it comes to the products, when it comes to the movies, like the theme parks aren't the big revenue drivers. They do something called synergy. It all ties in. But when they do stuff with these movies where they push these, you know, a robot goes into the store and he starts asking, you know, transgender about a transgender guy comes up with tampon choices. And this is little kids watching this stuff. Buzz Lightyear, for God's sake. Right. People people have to take a stand. And I think that's that, that really hits them. It hits them with the movies. Um, well, this and, is something I never considered. I mean, is that right? So the, the theme parks aren't where Disney is making their killing. Their killing is I coming disagreed. from. Mm, when I was down there, I was looking at everybody. If they just had a day pass, they were a $100 bill. Okay, but you got to look everybody at everybody that's there. That's that's going down there for the week is a thousand dollars. But you got to look at what Disney is putting out to make this happen. I mean. The amount of money that Disney spends to keep those rides going for all the cast members, for the fireworks every single night. They're building the gondolas that went from resort to resort yes. that you can ride in. So, so, so let's, let's, let's look at Big Hero 6 or whatever his name is in that movie, right? So he gets they get away with pushing that, that movie. It makes billion dollars. Everybody wants to buy that doll. The, the money that's generated just from that movie and and the margins is huge right it carries them over just like disney plus disney plus could have been and they lost a lot of subscribers due to their nonsense but that made way more money than the theme parks did right some you know in the technological age now that same movie bombs because everybody rejects it that product doesn't get sold those rides don't get built those characters don't run around 
Yeah, it has a, it has a cascading effect. It's the dominoes will fall on it, and it sends a message. So you know, I I think that's those those aspects of voting with your dollar are important. So, so what you're saying then is that people that don't go to Disney, right? They can't afford a four thousand dollar vacation. They can still make their presence felt. Stop yeah. stop going to the movies. Stop buying the Disney products. Right. Right. All right. Unless they, you you know you you looked at you looked at all those movies that were coming out and and they were bombing and then all of a sudden Top Gun comes out and it just the money's kills. all of a sudden there kills kills right kills right because it's it, pro America and 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 a lot of these other lowered people down the food chain and up the chain they they want to get the recognition and the money so they're going to put the pressure they're. It's it's a collective thing. It's I'll just tell you, man. All the all the ants put. I the will bet you everybody listening right now would have thought, and, and I did until you said it. I would have thought that the theme parks brought in the most money. That that oh. is where that is where the theme parks, or, or that is where Disney was putting all their eggs right in the theme parks. Because just the amount of money it takes to build them. Well, just the amount of money it takes you to go there. Yeah, I mean, jeez. Well, you you look at Toy Story Land. Without the movie's success, Toy Story Land doesn't exist. Yeah. Without the remake of Star Wars and Star Wars success, Star Wars Land doesn't exist. You know? Man, I thought it was funny when you see all the stormtroopers walking around. Dude, that was one of the best rides. Well, I think to myself, well, when I see the stormtroopers walking around and they're all in formation and they can say funny things, I just sit back and think like, man, some people can't even get people to show up to the job site and they got people that are willing to like... Stand in line and march thirty deep as, as stormtroopers. Yeah. Did you go on that ride? No, it was it was under construction. <sighs> it's incredible. Yeah, yeah. So, um, and, and yeah. I, I want to do a little inside baseball right now, as much as you can, anyway. Inside yeah. baseball is my, one of my favorite things because we'll get a little background. So, you've done Hall of Presidents. Mm-hmm. I've done Hall of Presidents. Have you done Hall of Presidents, Nick? Sure. Okay. Not for a while. Not for a while, though. Okay, but I would uh, like to point out they don't they don't mention that Woodrow Wilson basically destroyed this country. They don't. They just <laughs> we've they, had this conversation. They just gloss right over Woodrow Wilson episodes. Yeah. Is, is that because you brought in the Fed? Uh, well, that's, that's because one of yeah, one yeah. Of. That's a big one, right? One of yeah. yeah check yep. out check out last week's episode. If you want to hear about the, <laughs> uh, don't even call it the Fed. I'm mad at you for calling it the Fed because it makes it sound like it's a federal organization. Uh, I digress. So Hall of Presidents, uh, is it true? Or I don't. Even, you can't even say if it's true or false. But is it likely or unlikely that they were when they were building the actual animatron doll of Donald Trump? Was it was it supposedly in the works to be somebody else before they had to change it into and spray paint it orange and and add really? some fluffy hair to it? This is, uh, yeah, I this is know. some D- Disney <laughs> conspiracy theory. Yeah, here. yeah. Dude, okay, got... when we get off this call, we're gonna look up that and we're gonna get a close up <laughs> of it, and you're gonna see that the chin and uh, the whole facial makeup looks like Hillary Clinton. No way. You know what? Even if and that was the case, painted an orange, put his eyeballs those imag- in there. Listen, put man, a, put an orange comb over no. on that thing. Those imagine years there could have made Donald Trump at 24 hours. They're amazing. When you see it, uh, you're going to know. Maybe they did it just to so, so Okay, so he doesn't know. Right. So, Jim, when, when you went last time yep. and they introduced him, because they introduced them all in yep. order, uh, what did the crowd do? Nothing. 
Nothing. No, everybody's pretty respectful. I was the only one. When Woodrow Wilson got, I was like, boo. <laughs> I I was the only one. Everybody was looking at me like, shut up. Yeah. So no, we, everybody's pretty respectful. Well, we respectful. went in 18. So when Trump got announced, it was like half cheers and half boos. No, like it got, quiet. it got, I mean, Obama got some cheers and no booze. Hillary no, Clinton got quiet. Oh, Hillary Clinton didn't become a president. I'm sorry. She didn't get anything. That, you, you're confused with the hall of secretary of States. Oh. That's not a, that's not a very popular one. The that's hall around of, the Tom hall of, Sawyer Island where nobody goes. The so. hall of first ladies. All right. <laughs> the hall of first ladies. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh. All right. of glass ceilings that never popped. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and all it is is just tinks. Tink, 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 but it never breaks. What? So listen, Bob Iger, let me, let me touch on this real quick. I thought he was going to be the savior, right? Um, what was why? the guy's let, name? Let me, ask you, let me ask you why. Why did you think he was going to be the savior? Because uh, he, he knew what he had to do. Yeah, I mean, well, that and uh, you know what? I forget. The, what, what was the guy, the outgoing guy's name? Um Chapek, Chapek. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So all this came down on his watch. And I, I felt like Disney said, all right, we have overstepped here. Iger was successful. Did Let's, you listen to his speech, though? Well, I didn't. There you go. What okay. speech? So he gave, a, he gave a interview, a speech when he was coming back. And when they asked him directly about that question, about the feud that had happened in Florida, he says he was, I can't remember the exact words, but to the, to the most effect, he was disappointed that it had happened, that, 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 <laughs> that, that these tensions had happened. But some things, and then he said a couple words, and then he shifted and said some things he doesn't consider political. So he basically signaled like, hey, this is not a political fight we're having. We're fighting for the soul of utopia, you know, or civil liberties or Marxism or whatever the heck he's fighting for. He basically signaled to him, this is a right or wrong issue on the other side. So politics has nothing to do with it. He just hated that it happened and maybe it happened too messy. Right. And, and maybe he thought he could have done it a little bit differently, um, but he never signaled that he was disappointed that they got into that arena. Are you seeing you any, any change right now? Are you seeing well, any changes since, since no, he got I mean, in? No, I mean, you look at what is the proud family. Did you see the proud family cartoons? I think when he came in, he had little demon to roll out uh, spawn of Satan. Then you had proud family where these little kids are talking about reparations and, and CRT. And that's on Disney plus that rolled out under his watch. So, and you got to remember if you if 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 you remember the story in Georgia when they when they worked on some abortion bills to to reach to roll back some abortion, uh, I don't I, it was it, some some stuff that they did there making it a little bit harder, you know. Iger at the same time he was in China while the Uyghurs, you know, the Muslim community over there and the, like a million of them are being imprisoned and 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 there's all these rumors about. It's all kind of terrible things happening and all these visuals came out and they're building their China, their, their Disney China over there. And they don't say a word about all that human rights stuff over there that we, everybody knew, but Georgia, he threatened them and, and told them how bad they were for their position. And they were going to pull out all the movie business, which is now a big thing in Georgia. 
Um, so he was already signaling the fights he was waking, going to take. And he was also showing his hypocrisy because at the same time under his watch, he was he was dealing with two different entities, two different ways. Um, you know, if he was really all about these human rights and, and all these freedoms, why wasn't he dealing with China? Because he knows he can't get away with that in China. And that's too much money and too big of a thing. It's just like LeBron. Why does LeBron, you know, he can run his mouth here about the United States and Ilan Omar and a lot of these different people because they the, the country's been so good to them, they can also get away with doing all these things, but they don't dare do it with China. So Iger is just one of those people in that mold which are willing to say anything to enforce his agenda, but he's a hypocrite because he doesn't back it up consistently when he's dealing with human rights abuses. Just with actions. Not that what... Huh? Just with actions, you're saying he's not backing it up with actions, with real actions. The actions or words or, 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 or even words. Right. I mean, what does he ever say about China? I think I think that there's always praise for China, um, but nobody confronts him. And the, I think the one guy, one of the managers or one of the owners for the Houston Rockets said something and everybody came down on him. Yeah, yeah, you're 100% right on that. And you're right over the target. Yeah. And it is. But the, they, they, they could they could, you know talk trash about our country all day long and they know they can get away with it. All right. So what do we do? How do we stop Disney? Or do you, do you have to stop Disney? Probably after he retires, he wants to stop Disney. Well, he's uh, in the middle of a court <laughs> battle right now. I don't think he's too worried about that. Well, let me ask you that. I mean, do you get grief? And I know that's a question you got before, right? But do you, are, do you get any grief at all? I mean, even a frontline supervisor, are they like, Nick, <laughs> listen, <laughs> Nick, all I want to do is go to work, uh, I, man. I, I keep I, getting memos about you. I got some, there were some insignificant uh, things that were said and done, you know, to me personally, besides them just discriminating against me and putting the star on me, you know, just yeah. that, that, that brazen kind of stuff. But overall, you know, I've built a relationship. I've been there 18 years. Um, I was a union leader. I would negotiate. I would fight for people's jobs. I handled myself in such a way um, that I think I brought respect um, from everybody because I, you know, there are different ways with people dealt, um, and I and I think I handled myself good. I've made a lot of friends in that in that regard, and at least to respect. So I, they treat me good. Um, my management, my teams. I got a lot of looks in the beginning. I got a lot of people wouldn't want to look me in the eye or say a word to me. Um, I bet. But by not, but by not being purged and being there and being consistent and being who I've always been, um, and people genuinely know I care about them. I mean, during the whole pandemic, I I was on Zoom calls eight hours a day. I was negotiating directly with Disney. I was fighting for people's jobs. We kept people's jobs. We kept them in their locations. We kept them in there by seniority. Um, I called people one by one and held their hand. I, I helped people through the whole unemployment thing. Um, so, you know, people remember that, you know, so I, I uniquely, I, I, I kind of, I, I, I put a lot of goodwill in the bank. So I, I have a unique situation. Um, but not everybody would. And, and I, and I came out in the open, I came out in the open and, and I, and I, and I think I handled it good the way I, I came about it. I don't think everybody else, people that were in other locations that didn't have that much exposure, uh, were treated drastically different than I was. 
And the way and I, you, and the way and, you say and you, it, Nick is people will look at you and go, man, uh, I'm not a fan of his, but he's doing what no one else will do. And they have to be like, you're, you're kind of like the asshole they need. Well, right now. you know, and one of the things he just said though, I think is the big thing. They didn't have the exposure. Nick got the exposure, right? Not only did he have the exposure, but he was involved with the union. I mean, it, it, being involved with the union in a company that size is power, right? And I just wonder how much of that Disney's like, look, let's well, go. Well, the union, the, the, the union took away my leadership as soon as I... They, because they, of this? I, because of the fight with the mandates. When I started the fight with the mandates and I told them, I, I told them literally, <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take this head on. But I didn't know what I was going to be able to do, and they didn't know what I was going to be able to do. Right. And and what scared them the most is when the Haitian community was coming to me, which is a lot of the stewards and a lot of the hotel workers, I started having a lot of them come and tell me they feel betrayed by their churches, they feel betrayed by the union, they feel betrayed by Disney. They didn't want the shot. None of them wanted the shot. And I was starting to organize them. And that's when the union got scared. And then they, they you know, all of a sudden I was getting a lot of the media attention. Um, and, and, and that's when I was asked to step down. Asked or forced? You know, both, both. <laughs> How can they do but, that if you're an elected, if you're an elected position though? I'm not an elected position. When as a union leader, I wasn't elected. I just mm -hmm. kind of, you know, rose through the ranks quick. Oh, right. I got you. Right. Yeah. Oh. But, but the interesting thing is oh, during geez. the lockdowns, we were doing food banks. Mm -hmm. I was all over all the union media sites. Um, that is so our boy. I, this is our boy right, handing out right, food. Right. This is our I went, boy. I went, I went from hero to zero yeah. quick. Yeah. It, it, it was just like. Well, and, you know, he's it, stepping out against the mandates, right? You know, he's going to, he's going to sue Disney. They're like, who? The guy that you were saying, where he's your boy in the food banks. They're like, we don't know him. Man, I don't even think, I, I don't even think he works for Disney. I'll be honest with you. <laughs> I've never seen that guy a day in my life. <laughs> it's exactly what that never is. Never knew you. Never knew you, Jack. Man. Ugh. God, idiots. Hey, Nick. Yeah. Do you know what Disney character can count the highest? Oh, my God. <laughs> Nick, I'm sorry. I'd say. It's, uh, it's Buzz Lightyear because he can count to infinity oh, and beyond. Oh, my God. That is so oh. stupid. That was the stupidest joke you've ever told. Mm -mm. No, my next one will be. <laughs> Jesus, listen, his last joke, and this is we talked about it in our last episode. It's he, he had a joke that was like, "Hey, you I know, did, I, did, I oh, for, the younger people aren't going to get this." That joke jumped the shark. Right? Which one? The communist one? Joke no, no, no. That was the best joke you ever. But told. it jumped the shark. I mean, everything else after that is yeah, it's like, right. That's, right. A, that's a happy yeah, day. You'll never. Basically, he said, "How did how, how did I know that uh, communism was doomed from the start?" All the oh. red flags. <laughs> See? But then everything after that, uh, he's our st stupid, ain't no bad joke like a dad joke guy. He probably deserves his own segment. I don't know. This is horrible. I'm that was sorry. good, though. No, that That's was good. That, 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 Boom, that, it was good. good. No, it, it wasn't. That was and you know he what? Let's talk about Buzz Lightyear. <laughs> <laughs> it was funny you brought him up because I had that joke queued up. I'm like this one. Who's the worst athlete? That's Disney character. I, I don't know, Dan. It's Cinderella because she runs away from all the balls. <laughs> <laughs> this is the stupidest shit I've ever heard in my life. Uh. You know what, Dan? I don't even drink anymore. I'm trying to stop. 
But because of you, I have to drink Josh McTarian's bottle right now. I get it. All right. I get it. Let's get him out of here. <laughs> Man, Nick, we appreciate you. Seriously. I Hold on, Nick. I want you to see the look on his face when I show him Donald Trump's original Hall of Presidents face. Nah. Are you ready? Here it okay. is. Okay. Let me see it. Shut up. <laughs> you shut up. That is not real. Yes. That is real. There is no way. That's it. Oh, my God. Okay. And you know how I know? That's, come you know on. how I know? Because now the new one from this year, they got one that's uh, with him with, uh, this is the new one. No, no, that's the one I know. Yes. But the original one that, that I saw was the one that I originally showed you. So here's the new one. Mm-hmm. They're going to give him the scowl, but guess what? They were already probably $86,000 oh, into making that first one. Come on. <laughs> and didn't have a lot of time to fix it because he won on election day. No, and they probably true. had it all, all figured out. There's a little side-by-side if you want to see the side-by-side. <laughs> Are you kidding me right now? You're going to have to send all these to Mike so that when we're, <laughs> we're talking about these, that they can... I'll put it in the YouTube. Let me see it. Yeah, I'm trying. <laughs> Let me see. I'm like a, I'm like a grandpa with a. Uh, come on, this isn't real. <laughs> it is. Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, come on, that's not real. Okay, I was there. I saw it. All right, Nick. What we need from you now is: Do you have any conspiracy theorists that work for Disney that would be willing to talk to us about this kind of stuff? We listen. We can we can blur them. We don't. They can. We wouldn't even do video. They can <laughs> use different audio. different names. I'm we from, need. I'm from we'll, we'll put it out there. We'll we need the inside there. scoop on some of this Disney stuff. <laughs> oh man! All right. So well, like you said, you got goofyvaccine.com, and when you click on that page, you go to secure.lawpay.com, and they also has a donate there button for anybody that wants to help these guys. Well, and that's, I guess that was my question, right? So the goofyvaccine.com, this is where if they donate money, this all goes to the legal fight? It goes right to the lawyer, into, yeah. into a trust fund. They just have to earmark it Disney planet. All right, listen, there are some of you who have been very outspoken on this show. Steve, you know who you are. There are some of you that have been very outspoken and called me out on this shit, right? That, ah, oh, how can you go to Disney, Akami? Whatever. You have a chance now to go help this cause, all right? You want to talk a bunch of shit, it's time to get bit, bro. Yeah. So you need to go over here to Goofy, is it GoofyVaccine.com? Right after he buys Jonah's book. Yeah, yeah goofyvaccine.com and go ahead and put your money where your mouth is. All right. And not just Steve, all of y'all uh, and, and help us and help us bring Disney to its senses. I think seriously. we all love Disney. We all love Disney. I do. I, I, I admit we, it. We, we, we do. We, we love the good about it. Um, we love, you know, the time that we could spend with our the, family. The our smile that the you memory. get to see on their face. Yeah. And you know what? That's not even their face, man. I mean, when you go as an adult, like he said, you could go and be pissed off that you're going to Disney, but as soon as you walk through that gate, man, you are like, mm-hmm. whew, you know, you're in a different place. Nobody else can do that. Nobody. And we want, and, and we want to turn it around. And, and the reason we're fighting is not because we're trying to destroy them, is because we want to see the change. And, you know, the forces are bigger than, than just us. It's, it's not um, but, even see the change. Is, it's go back to what it was before. Well, that's what I'm. That's that's, yeah. that's exactly what I mean. You know right? what? Disney, exactly what Disney, I mean. Nike, mom and pop restaurant down the street. I don't care what it is, right? If you are, you have a business and you cater to a certain certain people, then that is your business. Don't get involved in politics. You know what? You may have your opinions, right? You have your opinions on transgenderism. You have your opinions on whatever. 
don't bring it to Disney. Disney is a place where conservatives, liberals, everybody should come together, slap high fives. You know, you get off a of Big Thunder Canyon or Big Thunder Mountain Railroad and, and you say, hey, hey, man, great ride. That's what it should be about. It shouldn't be about, you know, you find yourself when you walk through the park and you see some of the people in the park and you're like, I bet Disney likes them a lot more than they like me. You know, it shouldn't be like that. Sure. And it's just, when Disney got involved in this, man, my heart was broken. It was. I mean, I just, same with Nike. I mean, I love Nike stuff. I've never bought another Nike thing again. But these companies get involved in this, and I'm just like, why? Why are you alienating half of your base? Why are you alienating 75% of your cast members? Why are you capitulating to such a small minority that you're willing to just erase the gains you've made through generations? I don't... They think- they, they think there's a utopia to be one, just like communism, right? It's, there's a utopia to be one. It's always around the corner. And we just got to push more of this stuff. And, and somehow, somehow, like magic, it's all going to work. Um, it's, an, it's insanity. Spoiler alert. It's not going to work. <laughs> Spoiler. Yeah. Spoiler all right, Nick, you got the last word, bud. What do you, you got to say about, uh, well, you'll definitely come back once this all gets resolved. Well, I, I can tell you assume. this. I, 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 Jim, Jim's, well, not, I have, Jim's not going to call you at 12 at night, 1 in the morning when we're having a, a show about Well, Jim. I might. Okay, Nick, so this is the disclaimer we give all of our guests. Just know that now that you're here, you're family. So there are times when we'll be live on Facebook and we'll be, shoot, man, we'll be a half bottle in. And I'm like, you know what's a good idea right now? We're calling Nick. We're calling Nick. And I'll be like, don't do it, Jim. Don't do it, Jim. And then he does it. And then sometimes it turns into a good time and sometimes sometimes it's an absolute train wreck. But also, Uh, since since you're family now, he's going to be coming down to Disney. Well, I was just going to say, I don't want to spend my money at a resort i'm gonna stay at your house no 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 <laughs> listen i can assure you that that nick's house cannot even come close to what you know uh port orleans can give me um but there is something to be said for that i've got nick's number <laughs> and when i go down there yeah i can tell you right now that i'm gonna be sitting at a bar with nick when i go down there next That's a good time i can assure you Probably oh, Facebook Live good. too, Nick. Just so you know. <laughs> just so we know. Live. <laughs> just so you know. But you got the last word, man. What do you want to say here? Anything? Uh, uh, you know, I think I think all your listeners know it's it's pretty bad out there. Um, we just got to get involved. We somehow, some way, find a way to plug in, find a way to swing back, find a way to s- take a stand. Uh, I, I think we're in the eleventh hour on so many things. You know, we got so many things coming down the pike. And, you know, even these elections, I, I know I'm, I'm here about from Disney and I'm talking about elections and all these things we got to push for, you know, we think we're just going to win an election. They're going to rig it again. Um, find a way to plug in. There's some good organizations out there. Act like you're at war because we are at war, even though we're not, you know, some people are, are bloodied up, you know, in these big cities that they've, they've made hell holes. Um, but just, just, Stand up and be counted. Don't don't leave all the fighting for people like me. I mean, we fight a lot better with a lot of us. So I just hope you join the fight. Right on. Nick bringing the heat on the last word. That's right the on, heater, man. boy. You know, and, and he's right, though, bro. When he, when he, I'm telling you, the biggest thing I took from this thing is that, is that the theme parks aren't it, right? If you're, if you're like, I'm never going to a theme park again, but you're still taking your kids to Disney movies and you're still buying them Disney stuff at Christmas, 
you got a bigger impact than, than, than a family going to Disney. And I mean, everybody can make a difference there. It's true. Yeah. And that's an easy one. It is Nick. I appreciate you, brother. Thanks. Hey, thanks. we'll be in touch, Jim, man. Thanks, yeah, brother. Hey, to All infinity. Right, a lot of fun, man. Great talking with you. To infinity and beyond. And beyond. Oh, stop it, you <laughs> idiot. God, you're such a dick. All right. <laughs> we'll see you, Nick. Love you, man. All right. Take All care, right, brother. Later. Thanks, right, guys. Bye. Appreciate that. Thanks. Oh, shit. Recording stopped. Dude. Well, like I said, he's doing the Lord's work, okay? Don't don't harp work. on Look, these crappy jokes. I, I'm telling you right now that... Uh, if my jokes get any worse, you're going to kick me off the show. <laughs> no, I mean, there were a few things that he brought up there, man, that, that I had never thought about, you know? Like where you spend your money. Yeah. Um, I feel, a little, <laughs> feel a little better about myself. It's all like validation for me. He's like, well, the theme parks aren't so big. I'm like, see, bitches, I told you. <laughs> I'm still going. <laughs> I, I, haven't, I haven't paid for a Disney movie in I don't know how long. But <laughs> I, seriously, though, I mean, I guess I just never thought about that, right? Because when we went to Hollywood Studios and Toy Story Land takes up, I mean, just an, an immense amount of property. Right. Um, and it would never be there had Toy Story failed. Um, so when these woke movies come out, stop going to see them, stop, stop paying for them, you know, on, on Netflix or wherever you might find them, stop buying the toys, stop. I mean, if these movies fail, they're not, they're not going to be able to attack these kids at the parks. And, And I guess that's what I just never understood. I don't know. I mean, like it, you never equated one with the other. Sure. And going back to Splash Mountain and Tiana, I mean, I get both sides of it, right? I think that Splash Mountain was probably killed because of the racial undertones of Song of the South. Um, there was a small minority out there that said, hey, this is based on a racist movie. And they said, all right, we got to kill it. What can we do? Tiana's great. Hey, it's a black princess. Let's put her in there. But at I the wish same they time, done the same thing. To, it's a small world. No, like the they, I'm telling you right now, if they ever get rid of it, it's a small world, bro. If they they need to I'm find going, out that, I'm the, going that the person that earth. made that that music oh. to it had an uncle that was shitty sometime in his life because my niece vomited in the line of "It's a Small World" and the joke for years after was, uh, "Hey, do you remember when we wrote it's a small world? It's a small world. <laughs> small." And she's always like, shut up. Uh, but I get it. I get the other side, right? Where they're like, hey, look, kids don't know who Song of the South is now. We need to keep it current. We're going to bring Tiana in here. Mm-hmm. Um, I, so we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. Uh, what else we got, Dan? What are we? Uh, last episode. Uh, last, last episode was going to be Lindsey Graham. I hope you guys checked her out. Patriot Barbie. Mm-hmm. Um, that was a fantastic. A stick episode. It went off the rails a little bit, but it was uh, it was a lot of fun, man. Yeah, but even she said it was it was it was different, and I'm sure you know Nick probably felt the same way. Or it was refreshing to sit there with a couple of guys that you know one guy could drink one glass of a, of a nice hit of bourbon right there, while the other one uh, slugging out of the bottle because you made me. Yeah, you yeah. make you make me drink, Dan. That's, that's, you're Pardon. such a dick. Uh, yeah, so that was a great episode. Um, go back couple. You can listen to Jonah Scholes. Go back and get his book. Um, and the other thing I want to point out is uh, the flag here by uh, Fox's Fired Up Flags. If you go on Facebook, Fox's Fired Up Flags. Check him out. Uh, he's doing amazing work with flags. 
Um, you know, I thought it was amazing when I, I would see the flat flags. And then all of a sudden he does the waving flags. And now he's got this relief flag where he's got our, our uh, eagle and the microphone coming right out of the flag. Uh, he's doing fantastic work. Um, go check him out there. Fox has fired up flags. It's on Facebook. Um, place your order. Anything else, Daniel? That's it. You don't have any jokes? Nope. Come on, Jack. It's time to end a podcast. <laughs>
So, Sheriff Lamb, welcome. Thank you. I got to bring you two on as my hype men all the time. Oh, all you have to do is just go along. Just put your mask on. Yes. Just because I might not agree with it, that doesn't mean I lose my right to parent my kid. Leave the, the jokes to me, Chief. This is what gets Jim fired up. It's not communism that's going to destroy this country. It's not socialism that's going to destroy this country. What's going to destroy this country is apathy. Don't count on anybody coming to save you. It is time to save ourselves. 